It's time for the Zero Hour Podcast. You know, uh, some people call me Mark Fiertz, the co-host to this show. What do they call you? They call me Christine Chapman, the host. With the most. And who do we have today? Say hello, Mr. Cesar Paez. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello, Cesar. Uh, do you ever pronounce your name Cesar as well? Is that like a thing? Or is it just Cesar? Well, my normal name is Cesar. Okay. But, you know, right. everyone calls me Cesar. Okay. Cesar. Cesar. Cecil. Cecil? Cecil. Yeah, that, Cecil. That, that, is that a nickname? Huh? No. What? It's what? like, you know, some people don't know how to pronounce it, so I'm like, I don't even correct them. I'm like, really? yeah, that's fine. What yeah. uh, what nicknames do you go by? Uh, Well, my uh, childhood nickname was Chato. So Chato? What does that mean? Pretty much... What does Ch- that translate to? Uh, It's like... <sighs> I don't know what it translates to, but when you call something chato, it's like, you know, the, the trucks that don't have a nose. That they're okay. just flathead. Oh, so, so. But my fucking nose is Yeah, you have a nose. Pointy. Dude, dude, you have a nose. <laughs> you do have no, a nose. No, but it's not, flat, not a flat nose. No. But. Jesus. <laughs> so uh, if you were to see Caesar today, and one day we'll get video, uh, Caesar is a colorful man. Yes. <laughs> He's got multiple tattoos across arms, face, legs. He's got... Bleached hair. He's got nose rings. He's got face tattoos. He's a handsome lad. Yes, he right? is. And and the accent. Where's the accent from? Well, I'm originally from Guatemala. So, and, and, yeah. and how long have you been here? Uh, since '98. All right. So all okay. Right. Yeah. Awesome. What? Twenty-five years. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And you and you raised your family here, right? We'll get into we'll get into yeah. all that. But um, Christine, did you want to mention something about how you know? So. I recently moved, as you know, Mark. Oh, you did, did you? And um, one of the things, when I first um, got separated and um, divorced and into my old house, the one we moved from, I ended up being able to bring my grandmother's grand piano, baby grand piano, that I had grown up playing when I was a child. And this is a 50-year-old piano now. But at the time, Celia, my daughter, had just started getting back into music. So we brought this piano from New York, um, from Long Island, where my aunt lived in Port Washington. You know how Long Island is near and dear to me. Represent the Strong Island. Represent Strong Island. And um, I, at the time, had my my friend's son, who was a mover who had trained to move pianos and is now like a rock star who... Who's this? This is Greg Nectow of The Elevators. The Elevators, so that's Greg, right. So yeah. Greg um, ended up with a buddy coming. They rented a car. They went to Long Island, got this piano, and brought it back. And when it was time, I'm sorry, I'm like moving around in the studio <laughs> and Mark is giving me dirty looks. When it came time to move again, I thought, how am I going to move this piano? And then... Dude, don't you just lift a piano like a box? Isn't oh, it no, just no. like a box? No, no but oh, it, yeah. it, it is very like a box? <laughs> It's one thing, right? But, but, but there are so many pieces to the piano, and it's a very intricate thing. Wait, I have a question. Caesar, how many pieces are there in a piano? Is it like a Rubik's Cube? Is it like 100 pieces? Nah. Uh, if it's a grand piano, you only take out four. Four pieces. Yeah. And it depends on how difficult the move is. Sometimes you do have to take the, the lid off and, you know, the music rack. So that's five. And then if you need to take the action out, then you take the cheek blocks. So six, seven. But your like, average mover, right? Oh yeah, you like you take... have to be specially trained regardless to like... So to move a piano, right? Like Caesar Paez is the piano man, right? <laughs> he, is. he is the piano 
man. And well, it's called. That's what you want to call me, but I think there's actually a guy out there that goes by the piano man. Does he? I, I, I think so. Yeah. I've heard. Of, and do you know where he's from? Long mm. Island. Long Island. Really? Yes. William oh, Joel. Man. Yes. Billy Joel. The, yes. <laughs> we go by William. William to Mark. Yes, we're buddies. Oh, there you now go. you don't have. Is there a piano man piano mover? I don't know. Okay. I think from what you were telling us, uh, Caesar, is that there aren't a ton of people that move pianos. Yeah. Right? Is that because there aren't a ton of pianos? But but that's false because you said you move like 500 pianos a year? No, more it's, than that. It's more like, than that. How yeah, many? Yeah, how many? Year? It's about 2,500 depending. 2,500. So you're yeah. busy every day? Pretty much. Wow. But during the winter, it does slow down a lot. But, well, I mean, you know. it's the winter. Everything slows down. Yeah. Right. My, my belly gets bigger and everything else slows down. Yes, we get yes. fatter in the winter. Yes, yeah, absolutely. We all do. Yeah. So... Do you move a piano, at least one piano every day? I average about three to five a day. Uh, there is times that I only do one, and that's because, you know, they're You're traveling they're far, far away. away. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, Tuesday, I ended up going to Bradf- Bradford, New Hampshire. So okay. it's about an hour and a half up from here. Yeah. And uh, it was just a down-the-street move. But wow. that's because of my reputation and because I ended up, you know. Um, you doing, ended up being referred yeah, by somebody. Yeah, I ended up delivering the piano because it came from uh, California where it got refurbished. Wow. So they brought it from California to my warehouse in Marlboro. And then I delivered it to Bradford, New Hampshire. And then he's like, I think that was like a month ago. And then he asked me if I would go up there just to move it down the street because they were going to have a show. So I said, sure, but it's going to cost you. And, and he was like, whatever, I'll pay he's it. He's like, yeah, you took care of the piano, so. You know. That's awesome. Can, yeah. can, we, can we start, like, earlier on in your life, right? Yes. So, sure. So, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to. Uh, I'm well, going to... don't ask me when I was a baby because I don't no, remember no, none of that no, stuff. No, 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 we're going to start at age 14, right? All right, all right. All right, so, but before we start at age 14, um, here's a funny uh, Caesarism. Right. All right. On um, the animals. Oh yeah. You currently that currently reside in, near, and around your home. How many animals do you have, Caesar? I, I can tell you. Oh. Oh, oh you, you got oh. it. Now. All right. He's got ready, and I'm dying for one of these—a pot belly pig. Right. He's I want got a, a pot belly pig. pig. He has. I'm not sure how many you have, but rabbits. How many rabbits? Uh, it's just one. Okay. Singular. Four dogs. Yes, sir. Two cats. Yep. And a ferret. Yep. Why? Well, you're missing the chickens and the duck. You have oh, chickens and ducks? How many chickens and ducks yeah, do you have? I have uh, six chickens. I had two ducks. But uh, last year when we went to uh, Greece, um, a friend of mine was taking care of the house and the business. And uh, we seemed to think that either the dog um, next door to us Ate the chickens? or a hog, a hawk, a hog. Uh, a hawk uh, came over to... Eat one of the ducks? Yeah, the white one, the female. Oh, my God. Uh, we found her kind of sprawled out, and her back was gone. Really? Oh, my yeah. God. So Ooh. it was. I, I think it was the dog. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. He also has two children, Vivian at 18 <laughs> and Sean at 15. He's going to be 15, yeah. He's going to be 15. Mm-hmm. You came to America in 98 from Guatemala. You were 10, 11 years old. I yeah. told you I took notes, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, in 1999, your wife came over or you got married? No, she came from Colombia, yeah. Okay, what's her name? Alejandra. Alejandra. 
Uh, you meet your wife in the eighth grade, and you've been together ever since. Uh, yeah, we dated in eighth grade for a little bit, and then um, and then had a bit of a well, she went to of a break because yeah, you went to different, different schools, schools. You said, yes. mm-hmm. yep. Um, and then what I really wanted you to get into was. Your zero hour. No, not yet. <laughs> Why? We got to lead up to okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Because actually, the, the lead up to his zero hour and his independence as a young teen yeah. leads him to who he is today. Yes, Like, yes. literally, living in America. Because I just saw the Rocky thing when yes, he fights, yes. you know, Apollo Creed, right? Like, literally, the, the American dream. We should have that as a theme song for this episode. Um, so, Caesar. You're a young man. You come here 10, 11, you speak no English, right? Exactly. Your English is perfect. Like, But you learn something about work ethic, right? Yep. And work ethics and providing for yourself. Run us through that. Talk to us about when you finally discovered that you didn't or you didn't want to have the support of your mom and dad. You're like, I'm good. I got this. I can buy my own stuff. I wish my 14-year-old to say that to me, but they don't. <laughs> um, but can you kind of... Walk us into that story, your first jobs and how that happened, how how you built that work ethic that has led you to your zero hour today. Yes. Uh, Sure. Um, Very nice. Before I came here, you know, I used to um, I used to be busy, you know, just helping out around the house and helping my uncle. Um, I believe I told you guys about, you know, the uh, propane tank stuff. So, you know, I've always like stayed busy and kind of learned that responsibility early early on. Yes. And, uh, you know, we weren't poor, but, you know, we had our struggles. You got to work. Water. Yeah. Still got to work. So, you know, we came up here and everything, and then I started going to school. Um, my f- very first job was at Roach Brothers okay. at the wow. supermarket. And right. I, just, I just worked there for a little bit because right after I started working there, um, I met the guy that, you know— um, that asked me if I was looking for a job because his neighbor. Wait a second. Wait, wait. Are we talking about the construction no, thing? We, we, did we did th- you pass by that already? Did you forget we talked about that? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. A, Let, I'm going to tell Caesar's story. Caesar, <laughs> I'll sit down. You stand up. Oh, but I'll tell your that, story. The thing is that I, I just don't know what you want me to say. I mean, I can tell you all about school and, and right. the, the jobs and I stuff. Will, but, you know. I will lead the witness because I should have been an attorney. So as leading the witness, Christine, stop coughing in the goddamn mic. Um, you had a job working construction? And it didn't pay you a lot or enough, and you really weren't into it. Actually, you know what? I'm working up to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, because that had to do with high school, right? That was part of high school. Okay, sorry, my bad. Go. Yeah, yeah. So the the job started when I started Keefe Tech. So that's Keefe Tech is a vocational school. Okay. um, So I started with uh, Roach Brothers. And at the time, my parents were going to, well, they still go, but, you know, I had to go to... um, Kingdom Hall, which is for Jehovah's Witnesses. For Witness. the Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah, which, you know, I, I, it wasn't and it's still not for not me. thing. No. And, um, you know, I was like, all right. So there was days that, because I wrote about this, you can only work a certain amount of hours. Yep. So um, I was at the Kingdom, King, Kingdom Hall um, on a Wednesday. And there was this guy, um, Eddie. 
he came over and he's you know because of my size I've always been kind of like a big guy mm-hmm. and uh, he's enormous <laughs> and um, he asked me he's like hey are you working and I said yeah and he's like well would you be interested in working as a piano mover because my neighbor down the street is looking, he's looking for, for help so this is someone in the kingdom yes was he uh, was he part of the kingdom yeah he was part, okay he was all a right Jehovah's so he was he was too. a belief uh, how do you yeah, say a Jehovah's, a Jehovah's witness okay yeah all right Yep. And he approached you, and you're like, damn, okay, yeah. So I said, sure. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, so. How old were you? Uh, like 14 and a half. Okay, excellent. Yeah. All right. So I end up going for the interview. You know, I met the guy at his house, and, you know, older guy, yeah. nice guy. Um, so he gave me the job. Is this yeah. Rob? This is Rob. Rob. Okay, yep. got it. Well, his name is Raymond. Okay. But he went by his initials, R-O-B, so Rob. Okay. Okay. Yep. So... I'm going to lead the witness again. So it's either become a Jehovah's Witness or yeah. move a piano and get a job and work. That's yep. basically what it became for yeah, you, right? Yeah, pretty much, like, yeah. Yeah, because uh, that was my opportunity to say, you know what, I'm out of here. Yeah. Because it's not that I hated it. I just, just not didn't your thing. like it. Yeah. yeah it, listen, like different strokes for different folks. Yep. Right? It wasn't your thing. You're like, I would rather work. And do this, then do something I'm not really interested in. So mm-hmm. good. And you're 14, and you're able to make that decision, yep. right? And that's like shows responsibility, yeah. you know, and ethics mm-hmm. at a young age. Okay. Yeah. So um, once I started there, uh, you know, my my parents were going through a little bit of a tough thing because uh, my mom needed to have a hip replacement. So you know, when I started getting paid, I you know, my first couple checks, I gave them. Um, to your parents? To my parents, just to cover the bills and stuff. Because, you know, obviously my mom... That's amazing. At 14, that's yeah. a lot of responsibility that, for a young kid. Is that cultural? You're from Guatemala. Is that cultural or uh, is that just like... For, or is it just Caesar? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it, I'm I'm a natural giver, so I don't know if it, if it's a cultural thing because Dude, I... My 14-year-old gives me a hard time. <laughs> 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 gives me grief, gives me anxiety, <laughs> has never given me money. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like I said, we we weren't poor, but we had Every our, little our bit struggles. helps. Yeah, yeah so, every little bit helps. You know, and I have two sisters, you know, an older one and a young one. So, you know, I knew that my, my dad, it was going to be a lot for him, so... Yeah. Yeah. So was, you know, in hindsight, and now that I think about it, was that kind of like a bargaining chip for you? Like, you let me go and do this, right, and work. I'll help out a little bit. Or what I, no? You no, just, no, no. no. It, was it would just, have been for me. Know. I would have been deceitful as hell. Yeah. Nah, with me, it was just, you know what, I I got to work as many hours Good as for I you. can. So, yeah. And they knew that I wasn't really into it. So, you know, instead of fighting with me about it and like, Forcing me and right. forcing me, they just said, "Sure." Why All right. Not? Okay. Yep. So, so it starts as Wednesdays, right? Wednesdays and Saturdays. Yeah. Wednesdays and Saturdays. And then sometimes, you know, if we had um, days that you know um, they were gonna run longer on the afternoon or the evening, yep. Then he would give me those hours as well. All right. Nice. Now it was Rob, yourself, and his son. No, his no. son wasn't okay. in the picture there. <laughs> okay. Uh, his son was at the warehouse. Uh, yeah. Okay. He he would take care of the warehouse and, you know, the sales that they had there at, at the time. R- remind wow. me of the son's name? Mark. <sighs> he, oh, he spells it wrong. 
With a K. He spells it with a K, right? Yeah, yeah. Loser. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But uh, no, at the time uh, that I started, it was uh, Rob. Yep. On the evenings, it was Rob, uh, Mike, who's a firefighter. Now he's retired. And, uh, you know, me. Yeah. And then on Saturdays, it it used to be Rob, uh, another guy. um, His name is Dave. And, you know, I would come in and stuff. So, so, um, so you're working through this guy, Rob. Yeah, all through high school, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much all I through mean, high school. I mean, I did leave a few times to to try something else on my you trade, should. and you know, yeah, yeah. but then should. I I always came back. Why did you come back? What was it? It was the earnings. It was the earnings. Uh, yeah. It was good money. You know, yeah, I was making more money moving pianos than you know being um, a laborer or you know uh, doing some cabinets or. Uh, doing foundations and stuff like that. And that's what you were learning at Keefe Tech. Yeah. At yeah. Keefe Tech, I, I took carpentry. Okay. And um, I didn't go into finished carpentry. Uh, what I wanted to do was like... Um, construction. You know, construction, like framing and all that stuff. Yep. And we did some projects like that at Keefe Tech, and I liked it. Yeah. But, you know, starting, uh, they paid little mm-hmm. to compared to what I was already uh, getting Yeah. At, you know, at the piano moving. So, are you? A, I'm just gonna throw it out there. I'm, I'm gonna relate it to my kid, right? If my kid is 14, 15, 16, going through high school, let's just say she's making 250 bucks a week, 150 bucks a week, mm-hmm. like, like, like whatever that is. Yeah. Like, that's some decent coin, right? right. If you're making 200 bucks a week, you know, especially like 10, 14 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, why would you like right. be a laborer when you can and, and listen I just think it's funny that you got this job from Rob to escape being not escape it's the wrong word but to not be a part of, being, of a religion a yeah. religion mm-hmm. and you learn a trade and you build a life out of this right yeah. I being, mean yeah. I wasn't I wasn't expecting to uh build a, a life out of it cuz like I said you know I I I like the carpentry yeah. and I wanted to to do it but you know when it came to um, you know, sticking with it or staying with the pianos. I said, ah, I'll, I'll go with the pianos. Yeah. Although there was times that I I would kick myself in the ass. And say what? I, and be like, you know, I'd be making more money if I stuck it out for, for like five years. As a carpenter. Or, or three years as a carpenter. I'd be making, you know, maybe like 12 bucks, $15 yeah, but, more an hour. Yeah, but you can't. You know, you know, I, I don't think people are fair to themselves. We're all guilty of it. Yes, shoulda, coulda, woulda, right? It's yeah. like, yeah, it's like, you know, you make a decision in real time at the moment under the best, you know, judgment yes. th- that you have. Yes. Yeah. Um. All right. So you're in high school. You're making some dough. Um. Where am I going with this? Did you did you imagine? Point, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go at ahead. this point in high school, yeah. um, I had already gained my own responsibilities. Okay. So you know, as a young kid, you want to have your own cell phone and all of that. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, you want to have like nice stuff. I could afford it. Yep. So I would buy my you know my own things. Um, I pretty much. Didn't ask my parents for a lot anymore. You know, I I was buying my own stuff. And yep. How old were you know, when you moved out? You're young. Yeah. Uh, well, I got married when I was 17, almost turning wow. 18. Wow. Yeah. What? And no, she was not pregnant. 
But a lot of people said I actually know, didn't even surprised. think that. But but <laughs> you know, oh, wait, wow. hang on. And how old are you now, Caesar? Thirty-seven. Wait, you've been married for twenty years. It's going to be twenty years. What the hell is well, wrong with you? Hopefully, it'll be twenty years in January. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, we will hope. Yeah. Alejandra, if you're listening. Come on, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'm a lot, so I do. I, We're all a lot. Yeah. Dude, yes. Uh, yes. Now, over the past four years, she's put up with a lot of crap from me, so I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't blame her if. Hey. Yeah. All right. Okay. Back to it. Yeah. Um, so it's Rob. Yeah. Uh, it's Mark with a K. Yeah. Loser. Spells it wrong. <laughs> um, and when you were finishing up high school, yeah. Did you think about college at all, or did you go right into working? No, I went right into working. I, I've never and that been, was the plan. Yeah, because I've never been... That's why I went to Keep Tech. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because I've never been uh, an academic guy. What about your you kids? Uh, actually, they they love school. Okay. Um, my oldest, Vivian. Yeah. Um, like, I talked to you guys. Um, sure. You know, for sure. the interview there. Uh, she was born Michael, yeah. a male. And uh, just recently, well... Yeah, about five, six months ago, uh, she revealed herself as Vivian, okay. and she's been Vivian since. Um, but you notice a change in Vivian's personality yeah. that kind of led to this conversation, conversation and it's this feeling from her of um, change, yeah. right? Well, it was two things. Um, you know, I after we found out, you know, what what was happening about the depression and stuff? Well, let's well let's let's talk about that a little bit. So, yeah. w- when you talked about Michael to Vivian, um, you noticed that she had been depressed, sad, yeah. right? Wasn't being herself, yeah. right? And you, t- I mean, like like how long was that? Was that for like years or no? Um, I'm going to talk about this, even though I. I I don't know. I we can, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I don't care if it, if it goes out there. Okay. Um. So I ended up becoming an alcoholic about three, four years ago. Okay. And throughout that time, she was going through a lot as well. So, um, just because of what was happening with me. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, let me see. We moved into this new house last year in May. Okay. And, uh, you know, she she was good with me and everything. We had a good relationship. Uh, it wasn't perfect. But, you, you, and know, Vi- you and Vivian. It, me and, yeah, yeah, Vivian and I. Yeah. And then just at the, before school, um, you know, I ended up being drunk. And I said something to her that kind of, like, took all the good and put me back, like, uh, on the back burner. I get that, too. So then, you know, it was like... I, I thought that that was the only thing. So I was like, oh, man, I screwed up and, and all this. And then finally, um, I want to say March or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you know, my truck broke down and I needed to get it fixed. And, you know, I said, oh, Mike, can, mm. you, can you give me a ride back? Yeah. But I had, had already noticed, you know, the week before that um, on her Instagram, she went from Michael to Vivian. Yeah. So I I didn't think anything of it, you know, but then uh on that ride, you know, she picks me up, and then we're dri- uh driving back, and then I'm like, "Hey Mike, uh I noticed that you changed your name to Vivian. Uh what's that all about?" Wait, wait. 
Pause. Yeah. Were you as cool about the conversation as the way you're discussing it right now? Pretty much. Like you're you're very dude. You're very like chill and a matter of fact and uh like easy to talk to. But that's now about you know being chill. When I was younger, yeah, I had anger issues. You did. Yeah. Okay. Even with my kids, um, dude, when they were young. I, you know, I used to be mean, and they used to be scared well, of me well, and because, everything. Because you were drinking? And no, you're... no. My drinking started like three, four years ago. Well, you're supposed to be a drunk with like, you know, like in your early twenties, well, man. Let me tell you, I I did start drinking when I was like thirteen. Okay. But you know, it wasn't like a an everyday thing or anything yeah. like that. It was just you know at at parties, house parties and sure. stuff. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Spanish people, the parents are cool. You know, they're <laughs> okay. like. So you, you're like, hey, I'm going to throw a party. Can yeah. you give me some beers or whatever? And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, They go and buy them. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So all of this, so as a dad, right, yeah. and as a parent in general, as a mom as well, people just focus on the one mess up, right? And typically the one mess ups are really big. Like yeah. I recently had one too from <laughs> from, from drinking, right? Yeah. Um, and hey, it's, so we can relate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, you know, and like all the good you do is forgotten. Yeah, it goes down the drain yeah. for that one thing. And Yeah, and it sucks. So you're having this conversation with Vivian. Yeah. And you're completely like in this rational tone. Yeah. And how did Vivian, was, was she like... Did she look at you and go like, "Oh my God, Dad"? No, like, she like she just kept because that's the thing with her too. Um, you two are very but, similar, right? Yeah, okay. she's more quiet than me. Okay, she's more like her mom. Okay, but her Alejandra and I, ever since they were born, we've been you know very open. Uh, that's great. You know, we we're not like I told you guys, we're not nudists or anything like that. But if the kids but the saw human us, body is the human body. Yeah, yeah. you know, if yeah. they saw us, they saw us, and yeah. then if they caught us, they caught us, and yeah. nothing. You know, we yeah. we would always tell them the truth. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a natural thing, and blah blah blah, and you yeah. know, it's you know, so that was never an issue, like talking about you know the private parts or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, and uh, you know, she just kept on driving. She just looked at me, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, uh, you know, it's because." Was I'm, she nervous? You think? Um, maybe. I, would I, be. I think. I think that she was a little bit nervous because maybe she didn't know how I was going to react. Yep. And. But you reacted so so cool as a cucumber, crazy. Yeah. So she told me she said, you know, I feel more like a woman, so I'm trans. So I said, so what does that mean? Do you like guys? She's like, no, both. So I said, oh, okay. So at that point, I said, you know, you have my support. And I'm sure that you're going to have your mom's and your grandparents' support, yep. other than my parents. Because my parents are Jehovah's Witness, so, you know, they frown upon that. Yep. Yeah. But uh, I said, you know, you're going to have my support and your mom's, and I'm sure that your uh, your grandparents were on your mom's side. And I said, you know, um, I'll tell you right now, there's, there's a lot of ignorant people out there. They're not going to understand this. Yeah. You know, they might make some sort of a comment and, uh, you know, just ignore it. Um it is how you feel, and you should be proud of how you feel. Absolutely. You know? Dude, that's, like, incredible parenting advice. Honestly, dude. That's, like, your delivery of that seems so natural and so cool. Um, and I don't think a lot of dads 
will behave the same way. I could guarantee you a lot of dads. Yeah, would out not of my be... family. Yeah, I don't think that anybody would have taken it the way that we took it. That really? I took it. Yeah, like think... it would have been very different. Yeah. Well, because you're. I hate to stereotype, right? But I feel like when families immigrate to the United States and when they're first generation, my parents were were first generation. Like, so I I would say I'm first generation, one and a half. Um, I feel like they sort of adopt the values of the home country and bring them over, Mm -hmm. right? So my dad believed as he was raising me that like kids in Korea were living by the same values and standards and and habits and parenting rules that he grew up with, right? Mm -hmm. And you know that's not the case, right? Because life evolves. Yes. So it's really great that... And I'm the only one out of my, like, um, what do you call it? Your your, your general family? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, my immediate family, you know, my two sisters. So my parents still, you know, have the same beliefs and the same um, values. Values, yeah. yeah. So my sisters are the ones that are following that. I'm the one that evolved. So you were like, you were <laughs> no, the guy. Not. You were the guy who sort of stepped out of that traditional yeah. are they sort here? of framework. Are they, are they yeah. in? Okay. Yeah, they're here. Um, my older sister's married. My younger sister still lives with my parents. Um, but wow. yeah, uh, at some point I started calling calling myself a chameleon. Because, uh, yeah. you know, like people couldn't tell where I was from. Yeah. Because you I were would, able to like adjust to, your like, spots and yeah, your colors. And, yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I took to the to those people and like, you know, I would try to change my accent towards it. And it was. Would you really? Yeah. Are you, wait, is this your accent now? Who am I talking to? No, you're talking to me. <laughs> yes, like, yes. When I'm, when I'm speaking, you know, talking to people in English, when I speak English, yeah. it, it's only one. Yeah, but when it's in Spanish, you know, Colombians speak different. Yeah, Puerto Ricans speak Di- different. Different dialects or languages altogether. Uh, well, it's accents. It's, it, maybe accents, it's accents. Yeah. It's just the accents, right. like the Southerners yeah. and yeah. the oh. New Yorkers and the Massachusetts accent, yeah. right? Don't even the t- Canadian accent process. process yes, right? yes, yes, got it. So, uh, but yeah, so I'm the one that kind of like stepped out out of that like bubble. So that's why, you know, it's like I I took into being uh, what do you, what do you think the year uh what do you think Vivian and Sean take away from how dad has gone against the grain in a good way, mm-hmm. right? Like has started his own business, is trying to integrate into culture and society differently from like your sisters right or maybe your parents mm-hmm. do you know like do they see that i think that what they see is the religion part of it uh because i don't think that they fully they have fully seen what a watermelon uh, family is yeah i mean because uh, they were born here right yes they were yes. born here do you vacation in guatemala with the they've family? never been to guatemala really yeah we were supposed to go last november okay but we had a uh, family issue yeah you know school stuff that the yep. kids you know were worried about and then me with my problem yeah you know i i overstepped and you know i made a, a big mess out of everything yeah and uh you know, so we didn't end up going. Okay. But they've gone to Colombia, I want to say, two or three times. 
right. because Alejandra's from Colombia. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Dude, my my kids have never been to Switzerland, right? Which is my home country. Yeah. Um, have your kids been to Korea? My kids, I took to Korea when they were little. Um, between my dad passing away and my mom passing away in t- 2016. Yeah. All right, so they don't. So they know. were there. Right. They they were little, but they yeah. remember some parts of it. So your yeah. kids are first generation uh, Americans. Mm-hmm. Right? Do they speak yeah. any Spanish? I'm just curious. Yeah. Fluent. Yeah. Like, my my youngest, um, he had a tough time um, learning it. Okay. Because. Yeah. Uh, when he was a baby, he even had a tough time, you know, with English. Okay. Uh, I have when, a tough time with English, too. Yeah. It's when, okay. when he was, <laughs> no, because when he was a baby, he had a lot of, like, um, ear infections and stuff like yeah. that. So they yeah. had to do a lot of surgeries with yeah. putting the tubes in and everything. So he started speaking at a very yes. late um, got age. It. Yeah. Got it, got it. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's let's take this back to the let's piano t- man. Yes. Right? Let's take this back <laughs> the to other the Billy zero Joel, hour. The other Billy Joel... Thank you for sharing that, Caesar. Yeah. Appreciate that, man. No um, so, where do we want to start with? Which is, I, you know, ownership. Yeah, I, I'm curious about how what began as a side gig, yeah. as a part time job, mm-hmm. as a way in which you would escape church. Yeah, right. Became your. My full-time job. Your full-time job and your business. Like, that's that's yeah. kind of the interesting zero hour. Like, yeah, Rob had <laughs> the opportunity to, you know, sort of have other people. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, Rob, let's let's talk about this. And this is really important. I want to, I'm going to bait you on this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tee you up. Rob had the opportunity to hand the business over, yep. but he chooses you mm-hmm. over his son. Go. Why? All right. So, um, as I already said, I started there when I was very young. And uh, once I, you know, when summer came, I was a full-time worker there. Once I graduated, I stayed there. Full-time worker. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he saw me grow up. He saw me get married. Um, he saw you, know, you have kids. Have kids. Uh, you know, for... Um, uh, Halloween, he would look forward into me bringing the kids and seeing them. Nice. Even though we didn't, you know, live somewhat close, it was yeah. about 20, a twenty-minute drive. Yep. But you know, I, I I used to take him there and everything, and you know, he enjoyed seeing them every year. And uh, you know, it just went like that. And he he saw my work ethic that I took pride of what I was doing. Yeah, it wasn't just a job for me. Yep. Uh, you know, I liked it. And I wanted things to go smooth. I wanted things to go, you know, um, like professional. Like I would say, uh, I wanted you were you, know, you you had respect for the business, and you were business minded. Yeah, and the work ethic started when you were like you know fourteen years old. Yeah, and so that, he knew. Yeah, so he, knew. he, he, could, see, he could see it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. He could see it, and then uh, you know. Uh, as years progressed and he was starting to get ready to retire, uh, he asked me if I, I would be interested. At the time, I I said, I don't know. Wait, how you many know? years on the job have you been? Uh, maybe 10, 15. Dude, 10 or 15 years, and he yeah. doesn't ask his own blood. Yeah. Well, uh, his, his son, Kid, um, like... When I first started, his kid was at the warehouse running, running the warehouse, running the sales floor. 
And then a couple times they had like a little outing and he decided to start his own store and, you know, sell his own pianos and store yep. his own pianos and yep. stuff. So he left the business. So he did, yeah. Right. Because most But you of had his, stayed. Yeah. And most years. of his stuff is, you know, he's a tuner and he's a rebuilder. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know how good of a rebuild, rebuilder he is. I know that he does, you know, good work with tuning and all that stuff. The only thing is, you know, the, and I think this is one of the reasons why um, his father didn't, you know, take him, you know, over me. Uh, I've, when I took over the business, or I, a year before I took it over, I would have people call because I started taking, you know, the phones and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I would have people call and ask for Mark. And I would say, he doesn't work here. Mm-hmm. Oh, but he's a Bouchel. Yeah, he's a Bouchel, but he has his own his yeah. own thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've been calling him for the past, like, six months, and he doesn't re- return my calls. And, you know, I've paid and, and mm-hmm. all this. So the work ethic was way different yeah. than mine. So his father knew this, and... Um, Do you think Rob struggled with that decision, or was it easy for him to make? Uh, I think it was easier because of the work ethic, yeah, yeah, and yep. because of the issues that uh, he already knew. Yeah, um, I don't know the whole story, but you know, he he did. So yeah, like work ethic is one of the ten things, or I don't know what number it is. That you either have or you don't have. It's showing up on time. It's having energy. It's being willing and able. It's having ethics, right? It's being open to learn. Like, these are yeah. things either you have or you don't have. Yeah. And obviously, you had them. Yeah. And Mark was on a different path. Exactly. Okay. Yep. So, um, you know, I, I when he asked me I, at first, I said, oh, I don't know. Because, you know, I was like, I've never run a business before. Yeah. Never run a business. And... I don't know. So I said, I was nervous. So I'm like, all right, let me think about it. So, you know, time kept on going by. He started to ask me, you know, when he went on vacations. Do they he, sell it to you or do you just take it over? Well, like, I don't need like so, details of your business dealings. but So the business is worth a lot more than what I paid. Okay. So he did get like, I take it as he gave it to me mm-hmm. because I paid like, not even a quarter of what okay. the business is worth. Wow, okay. that's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, our agreement once I decided to take it over um, was that I would give him X amount of money a week. Got it. So All for right. two years. Yeah. Wow. So, it, you know, he gave me two years to pay off the business. Okay. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. And, you know, part of it is because he wanted to leave it to me. Yeah. And, uh, he, gave you, he gave you a sweet deal because he wanted you to have it. Exactly. Yeah. Because he knew that his legacy would be protected. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Although, uh, you know, since I changed the name. And what is the but, name of the business? So the name is Pies, P-A-I-Z, Piano Movers. Yes. Pies Piano Movers. Say and that 10 so. times fast. PiazPianoMovers.com. So the web, P-A-I-Z, the yep. PianoMovers.com. Yep. Or you can find me on Google. Just and look. on Instagram. And Instagram and Facebook, too. And all the socials. Yeah. On the socials. <laughs> yep. But, uh, yeah, so the way that he started teaching me the business was um, you already know how to move the pianos. You already know how to talk to the customers. The only thing that you need to do is learn how to give a quote and, you know, answer the phone and answer the emails. So I said, okay. So he's like, all right. So I'm going to start going, you know, well, he used to take his vacations to Mexico and 
you know, Tammy, his daughter, um, would take care of whatever he had left over for that week that he was gone. So, you know, he would leave the slips already made and everything. So towards the end, when I when he was starting to get ready to retire, you took he, started, all of that over. he started leaving it to me with her. And then afterwards, you know, she after a few years, she wasn't there anymore. I was the one doing the full yep. thing. And what's the relationship with Mark? Are you with uh, like me with yeah, him? Yeah, uh, we talk. Uh, you know, um, I'd be pissed. I'm a Mark, and I'd be pissed. No, I, I, he's he was pissed at his uh, at Rob's ex-wife. I mean, his widow. Okay. Uh, yeah, she was pissed. He was pissed at her. Like oh, okay. the whole family was pissed at her. Oh, okay. You know, she just took everything and oh, ran. And once he passed away. It was like the Bouchelles are nothing, and uh, yeah, so one of those, you know, yeah. family things. But uh, yeah, um, so after the two, the two years of training, uh, yep. you know, learning the business, it you was know, yours. The, it, you know, he said, "All right, so I'm, I'm retiring. It's all yours." So I said, "All right." Okay. So October, October first of 2020. Mazel, was, Mazel Tov, my brother. Congratulations. So, so looking back, is there anything you would have done differently, Caesar? Uh no, I don't think so. Good for you. Yeah. Would you do it again? I'd do it better. You'd do it better. We we yeah. always know how to do it better, right? Hindsight yeah. is well, twenty twenty. After 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 you lift it once <laughs> and you have the chance to do it again. Absolutely. Yep. So I know nothing about pianos. I'm not a musician. Um, I'm not a musician, a musician either. So you got to edit that. I'll take it out. It's, it's out. <laughs> it's out. Don't you worry. Um, we talked about like tell us tell us some stories about like the daily grind. Like for example, the most expensive piano you booked. Uh, the most expensive, I would say, it's. Uh, Two hundred twenty-five thousand. Oh my God! Yeah, that's uh, um, for a piece of wood. Well, it's more than a piece of wood. <laughs> it's a beautiful instrument. I'm, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, it's wood and, with lacquer. And, you know, the, well, the thing that makes it well, it's a Steinway, just so that you guys wow. know. It's a nine foot Steinway, and uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's called a Spirio because it has a player mechanism in it. Okay. So, wow. Um, so yeah, so that. Uh, to play your piano. That has on been, its own. yeah, that has been the the most expensive piano that I moved. And you moved twenty five hundred pianos a year. About yep. Jesus, how many trucks do you have? Uh, I have one, okay. and uh, unfortunately, it's been down for three months. So I've I've been using my personal truck. And, Excellent. And I bought a trailer. Fantastic. Which was uh, it was a pain to learn how to drive it and back it yes. well, back it in. Yeah. But and I'm still not perfect. But yeah. you know. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Caesar, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Yeah, no worries. This is fun. So, ladies and gentlemen, what you heard was PiazPianoMovers.com. Yes. You heard Caesar Piaz, CEO. Uh, and uh, Chief Everything on Pianos. The original, no, sorry, <laughs> The Piano Man. This is uh, The Zero Hour. We're with Caesar. We are out. Caesar, any last words? Uh, yeah. Um, if there's any listeners out there that are uh, LGBTQ, uh, the one thing that I can tell you guys is the same thing that I said to Vivian. Uh, be proud of who you are. 
You know, there's a lot of ignorant people out there. Yeah. Um, you know, always be who you are. Uh, no matter what other people say, just ignore them. Uh, be proud and, you know, just keep on living. Whatever other people say, just brush it off your shoulders. What matters is you being happy. Thank you, Caesar. That is awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Zero Hour, everybody.